0: Welcome to Psalm 87. This psalm is a psalm from the sons of Korah, recounting the greatness of Zion and of Jerusalem, the city of God. Now for the Jews, both Zion and Jerusalem were of paramount importance. No matter where they were located, they longed for the city and they blessed the city for it was their spiritual homeland for it was where the presence of Yahweh dwelt. Now, of course, God was not a local deity, but God was the God of the whole world. Yet he had a very special regard for Jerusalem, for his redemptive work began in Jerusalem. For it was here David had reigned and had made his kingdom's capital. It was here that the tabernacle of God found its fulfillment and permanence. It was here the institutions of sacrifice, worship, and the priestly service were established for centuries to come. And therefore the psalmist praises the city of God and the mountain of God and in verses 3 he says, Glorious things are spoken of you, O city of God. Glorious things are spoken of you, O city of God. Also remember, it is here that Jesus died for our sins and was buried and rose from the dead. It was here that the church was born on the day of Pentecost. It was here that the apostles served and sent out the gospel. Glorious things are spoken of you, O city of God. In verse 4, the psalmist says that this glorious things of God are spoken not only in Jerusalem, but also in Rahab, referring to Egypt, known for its strength and pride. And also in Babylon, a deadly enemy to Jerusalem. Also in Tyre, known for its godless luxury and inflated material prosperity. Of course, also in Cush and in Ethiopia, who were hostile to Israel. Yes, the glorious things of God were spoken and will be spoken among the foreign people. Now here is the fascinating thing. The Psalmist also reminds us readers that although God made his ancient covenant with Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and their descendants, relationship with him was not based on genetics. The relationship with God of Abraham, the God of Jacob, God of Isaac was not based on genetics. Anyone, anyone from the Gentile world was welcome to honor the God of Israel, surrender to his lordship, and be reckoned among God's people. And the classical examples that we have in the scriptures are Rahab the prostitute, Ruth the Moabite, and Naaman the leper. Anyone, anyone from the Gentile world was welcome to honor the God of Israel, surrender to his lordship, and be reckoned among God's people. Now in that sense, this psalm is prophetic too. It is a prophetic vision of foreign nations coming to worship the God of Israel. Prophetic of what God would do in and through the gospel, bringing in Gentiles into true and real relationship with Him and through our new birth. In verses 5 and 6, the psalmist says, And of Zion it will be said, This one and that one were born in her, and the Most High Himself shall establish her. You know, in these verses, you will sense what is known as the pride of being a citizen by birth of a particular nation. You know, I meet people who are very proud of their Canadian, their American citizenship. They're born there. They enjoy the privileges. And here the psalmist is saying, people will cherish saying, I am a citizen of Zion. They will take pride in being born in the city of God, which is Jerusalem. In fact, in Jesus Christ, every person we know today born again is a citizen of the heavenly city of God. In Jesus Christ, every believer can have the privilege of registration in Zion, the house of God, of being a citizen of the heavenly city of God. Glory. Hallelujah. Isn't it wonderful? And as you read the psalm further, it becomes so clear, so vivid that the psalmist takes such pleasure, such joy in Jerusalem and the city of God. He is indeed proud that he is the citizen of Zion. In fact, all the singers, he says, all the players, all the dancers find their joy in the everlasting spring of life who is God himself. And today we too by faith in Jesus Christ can rejoice for the Lord has recorded our names too. He has registered us too as his people. For in Luke 10 and 20 Jesus said, However, do not rejoice that the spirits submit to you, but rejoice that your names are written in heaven in philippians 3 and 20 apostle paul writes but our citizenship is in heaven and we eagerly await a savior from there our lord jesus christ isn't it a wonderful thing to remind ourselves today that while we are citizens of a nation here we are also citizens of heaven our names are recorded our names are registered in the book of life and therefore my friends i think we have all the reasons to jump and dance and to sing of the great privilege god has given us through his son jesus christ to be the citizens of the heavenly kingdom indeed we have to sing glory hallelujah for the privilege that god has given us and also perhaps pray that we will never forget we are citizens of the heavenly kingdom shall we pray heavenly father thank you for extending your grace and your mercy through Jesus Christ, your son. In him and through him, we too, the Gentiles, the wild olive, have been grafted. We are made citizens of heaven. So we really do thank you and we praise you and we bless your holy name. Would you also help us, dear Lord, to live worthy of this great privilege you've given us, to act and behave in accordance to the new kingdom that we are part of, the kingdom of God. And through this, may we bring glory and honor to your name. In Jesus' name we ask. Amen.